Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Lord, we thank you for giving us this day. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come before you, Lord, to hear your word. Open our eyes, O Lord, that we may behold wondrous things out of thy law. And Father, I ask, O God, that you use me only as a vessel. Let the Spirit of God minister through me. Let it not be of my own wisdom, but I pray, Lord, that it will only be the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our souls. We thank you, Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And we want to continue sharing from our book, The Art of Ministry. Um, we are in a period of a feeding 527 where we are sharing from one of the books written by our father, the presiding bishop, an anointed man of God. God has anointed him so much to write many books and we have chosen to read one of his books in church according to 1 Thessalonians 5.27. Amen. Amen. There is nothing that we do in this church that is not based on scripture. Everything we do is based on scripture. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, on our Tuesday services, we are sharing from chapter 8. And last week, we began sharing from chapter 8, which is how your value is determined how your value is determined and uh, how many of you were here last week okay wonderful yeah last week we began sharing from this particular chapter and um, I was blessed from what we are sharing I am really really blessed by this book Um, so how your value is determined and or how to increase your value. How to increase your value. Now we said that these things that we are sharing are things that will also help you even in your regular life at your jobs. If you have value, you become an important person. Do you understand? And so the things that we are learning here Though you are becoming valuable to the Lord, you are becoming valuable spiritually, you are becoming valuable to the church, you become valuable to your pastor, you become valuable to the ministry, you become valuable to the kingdom of Christ, you also become valuable to your bosses. You become valuable at work. If you will hear these things and obey and do them, you become very valuable. Amen. So the first thing that we shared is that your value increases when you can be sent. We said your value increases when you can be sent. Amen. We read a scripture in Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 8. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 8. Do you remember? We said, also I heard a voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, here am I. Send me. Immediately the attention comes on you. If you avail yourself to be sent, if someone is looking for someone to send, and you come forward and say, here am I. Send me. He overlooks everyone else, and the person's attention comes on you. So you become valuable to the person. Hallelujah. We shared so many things 
in this particular point. And we, we gave a second point. We said the second point or the second way to increase your value, how to increase your value, is not in order. They are in points. We said your, your value increases when you can bring projects to a close. You increase your value when you can bring projects to a close. Amen. I have seen that all the countries which are valuable countries, countries which are wealthy, they bring projects to a close. And all the countries which are not valuable, you don't prosper there, there's no value. Even if you buy land, it's not valuable. You see a lot of projects that are not completed. Do you understand? Now, if you are a person that is able to bring project to a close, you become valuable also to any organization or to any group. Hallelujah. So you can increase your value when you have the ability to bring projects to a close. The third point we said, your value increases when you can accomplish tasks with speed. Isn't that what we said? We didn't do a third point. Forgive. Okay. All right. So the third point, your value increases when you can accomplish task with speed. When you can accomplish a task with speed. When you can act fast. When you can do things rapidly. Amen. Your value increases. You increase your value if you are the kind of person that completes tasks quickly. You are given an assignment and you complete it in a timely fashion. You increase your value. I say you increase your value. When you can accomplish tasks with speed. He says, I prefer to work with people who bring projects to a close quickly. Do you see? You bring the project to a close, but quickly. It makes a difference when you are able to bring project to a close quickly. In fact, the value of someone who can rapidly conclude project is very high. Your value is very high if you can rapidly conclude projects. Amen. Amen. Why? Because delays are expensive. Delays are expensive. Amen. When you are able to rapidly conclude a project, you save a lot of unnecessary expense. You save a lot of unnecessary cost. Amen. If I give you this place to clean, and you are able to accomplish that task rapidly, you finish and you turn off all the lights. And you are gone. And you save the electricity for many hours. Isn't that so? If I give you some parts to clean and you are the kind of person that turns water on as you are cleaning, if you do it fast, you save my water. But if you don't and you are taking your time and you, you run the water and by the time you finish, you have created another bill for me. True or not true? So, delays are expensive. Delays are expensive. Amen. Delays are costly. Hallelujah. So if you are someone who is able to accomplish tasks quickly, you become valuable. It makes you a valuable person because you bring wealth to any organization. You cut unnecessary cost. You bring wealth to any organization. Amen. You save time and you bring wealth to any organization. Hallelujah. You see, it's not only putting in money into an organization that brings wealth to the organization. But if you are able also to cut costs, to cut the expense of the organization, you bring wealth to the organization. Isn't that so? You decrease expenditure. Or reduce expenditure. Do we learn that in economics? Is there something like that in economics? I don't know. If there's something like that, some of the people who work 
as managers, you should understand these things. Amen. So you see, cutting costs brings wealth into an organization. And you can cut costs when you complete tasks in a speedy, or you complete tasks speedily. Amen. When you are able to do that, you save a lot of money. And when you are able to do that, then you become valuable to any organization or to any group. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? If you are the kind that when we share the message, you are quickly listening to it, quickly, you are listening to it, you realize that it, 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 it brings something in you that it makes you even now begin to encourage others. Especially if the message is preached and then you listen to it right away. It puts certain zeal in you. And even the way you begin to talk to people, you become valuable to whoever preached the message. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So anything that is done speedily becomes attractive. Delays are unattractive. I said delays are unattractive. If you delay on things, it's not attractive. Amen. Your beloved said he wants to cook for you. He says, I want to make lunch for you. You know? He says, I will make lunch for you. Come. During lunch, you are going to have lunch. I'm going to give you lunch. And then, you you say, what time is the lunch? You say, oh, one o'clock. One o'clock, we will have the lunch. So we come, one o'clock, and then he says, oh, and then I'll come with my friends. And then we come, we are coming to have lunch, 1 p.m. And then we are sitting down. And then you are going and coming and going and coming. Two o'clock, the lunch is not ready. Three o'clock, the lunch is not ready. Because you know you are going to your beloved to have this special lunch. You didn't even eat breakfast. So your friends are there. So you don't want embarrassment. So you go and say, how, how long do you think? He says, oh, in 10 minutes, we'll be done. 10 minutes. I just need 10 minutes. And then you come. Five more minutes, we'll be done. Then it's three o'clock, lunch. Three o'clock, lunch. It's not ready. Four o'clock. <laughs> now we are listening to CNN. <laughs> we are forgotten about the lunch. Do you have some chips? Bring us some chips. Five o'clock. The lunch is 6 p.m. That is when we are about to eat the lunch. You see, you have cooked the food, but now it's not attractive. Some of you ladies, you take too long a time to cook. By the time you finish cooking, we are not even hungry anymore. That is why whenever we are trying to organize food and we say, bring this, bring this, some of you complain so much because it's just too difficult for you to cook. (laughs) It's just too difficult for you to cook. Some of you, you don't even want us to talk about those things. (laughs) And the moment we mention, let's bring this, I'll bring the drinks. I'll, I'll, I'll bring the drinks. I'll bring the cutlery. Because you know that if you take this cooking thing upon yourself, it is a whole weekend project. From Friday, Saturday, all day, you'll be on the cooking. And when you bring the cooking to it, it's not some any superb cooking that you spend all your weekend cooking. But you see, delay is not attractive. Delay is not attractive. Amen. Delay is not attractive. Hallelujah. It's not attractive. Amen. I said delay is not attractive. Hallelujah. Some, some, some of you also, you delay in a bedroom. Too much delay in a bedroom. Playing tactics. <laughs> Playing tactics. Did you check the back door? Is the back door closed? Then you go and check. The second lock, is it locked? 
Go and see if the kids are sleeping. Hey, Helena, close your ears. Go and check to see if the kids are sleeping. And then, oh, why don't you go and brush your teeth? The, the fish that you ate, I smell the fish in your mouth. Go and brush your teeth. The man has the zeal. The man has the zeal. So you see, the delay is killing them. It's killing the man. And by the time you say, okay, we are, it's not attractive anymore. Delay is not attractive. Deborah, close your ears. Amen. Eh? You have to tie the hair. I'm tying my hair. Now that, you, come on, now you are putting peace in your hair. Peace in your hair. Oh. <laughs> delay is not attractive. Amen. I said delay is not attractive. Delay often leads to cancellation. Hallelujah. When you delay too much, it leads to cancellation. You see that it kills everything. Sash, delay is not good. It kills everything. It kills the, it kills the, everything. <laughs> it kills everything. <laughs> uh, it kills everything. By the time you think you are the small business, delay, delay, delay. By the time you realize, see the person is sleeping. <laughs> Women take opportunity. Everything is a, a territory to, you know, it's not nice. Amen. You see, delay is not nice. Hallelujah. It leads to cancellation. Amen. So anything that you are doing, make sure that you accomplish it and accomplish it in a timely fashion, speedily, fast. Do it quickly. Amen. Delay is not attractive. And that is why you need to get helpers. In anything that you are doing, get helpers. Not everything that you can get helpers. A certain thing. But get helpers. Do you understand? You get helpers, and then it makes you move faster. Get helpers, organize them, and it makes you move faster. Hallelujah. Delay is not attractive. Amen. May you avoid delays in your life. May you avoid delay. It says, I place a high premium on speed because delays are expensive and often lead to cancellation of the original vision. Amen. When you delay on something, it cancels the original vision. Amen. Whenever you make your mind to do something quickly, set on it and do it. If you delay it, you will not do it. If you delay it, you will not do it. Amen. Number four. Your value increases with your ability to solve diverse problems. Your value increases with your ability to solve diverse problems. Hallelujah. When you have the ability to solve diverse problems, different problems, when you can do different things, you become an important person to any organization. When you are able to do different tasks, you become very important. That is why you should always endeavor not to set in just the one thing that you know how to do, but endeavor to do other things also. Learn to do other things. In a church, don't say, I'm a prayer warrior, and so that's all. Everyone prays. Now you pray extra, yes, but do other things. You are a prayer warrior, but you are also a chorister. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You are a prayer warrior, but you are also an area fellowship leader. Amen. 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 You are a prayer warrior. You are also an usher. Amen. So learn to do different things. Learn to do different things. You play the keyboard. You play the bass guitar. You play drums also. You see how Andy moves from this instrument one to the other. Amen. You see, when you are like that, you are a valuable person to any organization. 
when you are able to do different things, you become valu- very valuable. Because you see, it will be difficult to replace you. And so the organization would want to keep you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you at your job places, you are able to do the timesheet. You are able to do this. You are able to do the schedule. You are able to do this. You see, they, they have to hire different people for the things that you, one person you do, they may need five people to do them. They will not want to ha- fire you. So when you are able to do different things, you become valuable to the organization. Hallelujah. You become very valuable to the organization. Amen. Now when God blesses you with a gift of doing different things, don't use it to antagonize the church also. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? When God blesses you with a gift, you realize that not everyone has a gift to do the things that you do. You are able to maneuver this. You are able to do this. You are able to organize these people. You are able to. Do. If God blesses you with a gift like that, don't use that and antagonize the church. That if you are not there, we can't do anything. Amen. Are you understand what I'm what I'm here? I'm sharing with you. Don't use it to antagonize the church. And that we are always at the beck and call. With everything we have to, even with you, we have to be careful because if you leave, we are in trouble. <laughs> that we have to be careful how to deal with you. Don't use that. It's a gift that God has given you. There are some people, they will learn something they will never know, but you, you touch this and it's easy. You do this and it's easy. It is a gift that God has given you. Don't use it to antagonize the church. Amen. And, you know, let me read a scripture to you in Exodus. Exodus chapter 31. Exodus chapter 31 and verse 1. And you don't want any, sometimes you don't even want anyone to come in that territory. You want to be in charge of everything so that you antagonize us. Amen. You antagonize us. Do you understand? You can, you, can, you, you, you can do this, you can do that, you can do that. You, and I say, oh, let this one do this. Let the, then you are angry. Oh, you can do all things because Christ has strengthened you. <laughs> what a shock. It says, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, see, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. Do you see that? It is, God had a plan. God filled him. You see? He wasn't born with him. God filled him with the spirit. Let me tell you, if you know how to do certain things, God had a plan for t- giving you that gift to do it. Do you understand? There is a reason why you can sing and another person cannot sing. Don't use it to antagonize it. Eh, I, will not come. I will not sing the solo. I will, not come. I will not lead it. I will not lead. I will not do this. And we have to beg you. Then you, you, you intentionally be late so that we are, we are, we are panicking because if you, are, you don't come today, we are in trouble because you are the one that is leading this path. And if you don't come, you see, he says, God filled him. He says, and I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in knowledge, and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. One person. All manner of workmanship. Look. He says, to devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass. You know, there are some people, they are called goldsmith. People are called brasssmith. That is their area. That is their specialty. But in one person, he's a goldsmith. Do we have silversmith? I guess they may have silver. Coppersmith. <laughs> but we have brasssmith. Yeah, Brad Smith. You didn't know that Brad Smith was actually from. You see, this one person, 
He can do all these things. The next verse, it says, and in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber. Wow! One person in cutting of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. That means he's not only a tree. You know, cutting trees is somebody's job. But for him, he can cut a tree and then make the lumber out of it, make the bolts and everything, plywood. He can make, he says, in all manner of workmanship, he can do all these things. One person, you think it's just per chance that you, you can do these things? For a reason. God had an intention, God had a plan and filled you with the spirit. He says, and I, behold, I have given with him a holy up. Do you see? You always need help. You see, God is so amazing. God is so amazing. Look at all the gifts that he has placed in one person. In addition, he says, and I have given with him a holy up. With him, with this person, Bezaliah, I have given him also a holy up, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. This is for Moses to do the work. And God has given him all these people. The pastor cannot do certain things. But the pastor, the, 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 the pastor has people that God has filled with the spirit that can do certain things. Do you understand? That can do certain things. He says, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee. Verse 7. He says, the tabernacle of the congregation and the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat that is thereon, thereupon, and all the furniture of the tabernacle and the table and his furniture and the pure candlesticks with all his furniture and the altar of incense. And the altar of burnt offerings with all his furniture, and the lover and his foot, and the clothes of service of the holy garment, they can sew also. Look, there are gifts. I tell you, you can sew nice things that we can put here. Nice things. Buy nice lace that we can put here so that we don't have to spend money buying things. Do you understand? God has given gifts. God did not give you these gifts for just your private something. Do you understand? You went to the job and they train you how to put salad together such that when you are done and you hand it over to someone, they, they know that this is different. And people pay a lot of money for that. And when we are having our party, and then you bring us this, um, what do you call that salad? The one that they toss all together, and then they mix it, and then you bring it to us. Is it toss salad? Someone came to that job and they trained the person. The person was fired because no matter how they trained the person, he or she could never put it together. Do you understand? Amen. Some of you are trained at your job to do things and you do them nicely. Some of you are cleaners at your job and then you, you, you have received award for cleaning. Yeah, because you clean very well. And then you look at our bathrooms and you look at our church, you look at it doesn't bother you. And you think that God gave you that skill to clean just to make money to just this man. I believe he was he probably had his business, but the gift originally was meant for the church. Now look, he says. And the, the holy garment for Aaron, the priest. And the garments of his sons to minister to the priest's office. Do you see? So the, so the, the gift of making clothes is to make for the priest also. Wow. In fact, there are things in the Bible. Eh? Yeah. 
Make some nice boo boo for the priest. <laughs> and the anointing oil and sweet incense for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded thee, shall they do. Wow. 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 To make all of these things. Amen. Now jump to chapter 35, verse 30. Chapter 35, verse 30. You see, now for him, this is what he thinks. This is what he sees. That God has given me all these gifts and I can make all these things. And I can make. Now, why did God not give these gifts to everyone? He could have easily done that. Why did God not give the gift to everyone in a church? Why did God not give us the gift? Some of you, you just open your mouth and then the, the notes that are coming out, just sweet. But some of us, they have to train us. They have to train our voice and train, sing it this way, lift it up, bring it down. No, 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 too high, calm down. They have to train us. We don't even know the keys. Whether it's off key or it is out of key, behind the key, under the key, over the key, wherever it is, we don't know. We are just singing. <laughs> so when we say you are singing off key, which one? Which we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> I, uh, for all I know, that's what I was doing. I was singing. But why did, why, why? You see, God knows that we need singers. Do you see? God knows that we need people with skills. People who can play the keyboard. What, what about if we have four people who can play the keyboard? What is wrong with that? Why can't God just give us such gifts? Why can't God give us such drummers like people who just have the skill? God has filled them with, their, with the spirit that they are just spiritual drummers. They, they just take the sticks and it's just rolling. Why? Why, God, why can't God give us? He can. He can do it. Robert, can't God do what? He can do it. But he says, and Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord had called by name Bezaliel. The Lord had called by name Bezaliel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. This specific person. The Lord knows this specific person in whom he filled the spirit. Not everyone in the church. He filled this particular person. He said, the Lord has filled him. And he gave us clear description of this person. Verse 31, he says, and he had filled him with the spirit of God. In wisdom, in knowledge, and in understanding, and in all manner of workmanship. Don't think God does not know what he has given you. This was what we were reading in chapter 30. Isn't that so? Now, uh, was it chapter 31? Chapter 30. 31. And now Moses, the priest, is telling him, God knows what he has given this man. God knows. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? God knows. And so if you, you, you are going to use it to antagonize his church, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. He says that he has filled him with the spirit of God. Isn't that what God said in chapter 31? That I have filled him with my spirit in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. And to devise curious works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass. Verse 34. Verse 33. Verse 33. He says, and in the cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of wood to make any manner of cunning work. This person. And he had put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahisamak, of the tribe of Dan, that he may teach. That he may teach. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is why he didn't bother to put the spirit in everyone. He put in this one person that he may teach the others. That he may teach the others. 
Amen. That he may teach the others. And so, if you have the gift and you don't want to show anyone what you are doing, you don't want anyone to know what you are doing, you don't want to teach anyone so that someone will take your post from you, you are sitting on, you are sitting on a great gift and a great plan that God had in giving you and filling you with the Spirit. So when we come to you and we say, oh, teach this person how to do this, we are doing you a great favor. When I come to him and I say, Andy, teach the children, teach this one, teach them, and he's doing it, it's a great favor. He's fulfilling a call, a great call. A great call. And for that, God will bless you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It's not now that we are coming to, and then we have to beg you. Oh, no, no, no. Today, um, I have to go to, um, let them come next week. You know, I mean, you're antagonizing us. We have to, oh, we have to beg you. We have to beg you. Some of you, you know how to do things. But you, because we don't pay you to do them, you don't want to do anything. You think God gave you that gift just so you can enjoy it. Amen. Look, that he may teach. And he had put in his heart that he had put in his heart that he may teach both he and Ahuliab, the son of Ahisamak, of the tribe of Dan. Are these not the two people that God filled his spirit? That they may teach. Amen. Them had he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work of the engraver and of the cunning workman and of the embroiderer in blue and in purple, in scarlet and in fine linen and of the weaver, even of them that do any work and of those that devise cunning work. All the details of the work, everything that is in you, God knows. And he expects that you teach others. Amen. Amen. He expects that you teach others. Hallelujah. So we should not use it and we feel that this is, this is my territory. Do you understand? This is my territory. Here I have control. This one, no one can do it. When it comes to this, when I'm not there, they are in trouble. When I'm not there, they are in trouble. But God can fill another person with the spirit. You take it away. You take it away. Take it. You see, look, the work of God, eh, let me tell you. He said he will build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. The next one. Next one. Number, which one is it? Number five. Your value is greater if you are involved in building a foundation. Amen. Your value is greater if you are involved in building a foundation. If you are involved in starting something, your value is greater. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 22. Amen. Chapter 22, Luke chapter 22, and we're reading from verse 28. It says, You are those who have stood by me. This is Jesus. He says, You are those who have stood by me in my trials. And just as my Father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and you will sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Why? Just because you are founding members, just because you are a part of the beginning, 
He said that you increase your value. Your place is lifted up. You have higher value if you are a part of building something. If you are a part of starting something. Amen. He said the foundation of a building is the most difficult part to build. There are always some people who help to set things up. There are always some people who help to set things up. The contribution of such people is priceless. These people must never be forgotten. You can't forget such people. People who are with you in your difficult times. He says that the foundation or the beginning of a thing is the most difficult part. And people who begin with you, you cannot forget them. You can't forget them. Amen. He says that the contribution of such people is priceless. When no one will be with you, when you were nothing, when you couldn't do anything, this person was with you. This person saw something in you that they stood with you. Amen. Their value is priceless. He said the people must never be forgotten. Such people must never be forgotten. You can't forget them. You cannot forget them. You can never forget the people who trusted in you when no one regarded you. You can't, you can't forget such people. Amen. Amen. They are to be treasured and valued above those who come later. They must be treasured and valued. The people who began with you must always be treasured and valued. Hallelujah. He says, anyone who wishes to set them aside does not understand what he's doing. You don't understand. One time Bishop was talking about a pastor who, you know, he has come up and he's doing things, he's doing a lot of things. And then he said, oh, as for Lighthouse, no matter what you do, you can never rise up and go beyond above um, Bishop Saki or Bishop Eddie. Nonsense. Nonsense. How can you even compare yourself? Your mind is not working correctly. How? How can you compare yourself with such people? Such people who were with him when no one regarded him. Such people who were with him when no one saw Lighthouse coming up the way it is. Such people who were with him when there was no light that you could see in the Lighthouse. There was no light. Five, he says, there were five people. He had five people. Amen. How can you, how can you, how can you? So, no matter what you become in this church, no matter what you become in this church, you can never rise up above these founding members who were with him right from the beginning and they stood by him when there were times were difficult, when times were challenging, when the church was attacked. They were with him. They never went anywhere. And you, you came when you saw Lighthouse is now, oh, it's, it's Lighthouse International. The Lighthouse Chapel International is really international. You can't compare yourself to them. Amen. Amen. You see, Paul, if you look at Paul, he did more than almost all the disciples. He wrote almost almost half half of the New Testament. Half of the New Testament were his messages. But no matter what he does, he is not included in this scripture. He is not included in this scripture. No matter what he does. So the people who are with you from the beginning, no matter what, you can't forget them. You can't forget them. The people who trusted in you, the people who stood by you, the people who supported you, the people who, when they didn't see anything, they were praying that, you know, one day you are going to become something. We are with you. And they prayed with you. They cried with you. You can't forget them. You can't forget them. You can't forget them. Amen. The people who, who stayed with you when everyone left, 
Oh, look, there was a time that every one of our instrumentalists left. Everyone left. And the ones who stayed with you, you can't forget them. You cannot forget them. You can't forget them. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You cannot forget them. Amen. You cannot forget them. That is why, that is why, you see, you go out of your way to do things for such people also. You go out of your way to do things. When this man was getting ready to marry and his marriage was, uh, it was getting difficult, the, the parents here, they said, I don't know what parents, you know. You, I went on my knees to pray that it will work. You can't forget such people. Do you understand? I spoke to his wife. I said, listen, you are married. Make your mind. You are married. Stop that roughness. Today she's happy. Look how she was around here walking back and forth. Yeah. Look how today she carries a baby like um, some big mother. She was a crying little girl walking around here. But you see, you remember such people and you stand by them. Do you understand? You remember and you stand by them. So, such a person, when he's in, he's in need, he has a need, I'll run, I'll run. Any hour, I'll run. I'll run. Do you understand? Because he's important to me. He's important to me. He's important to me. Amen. He's important to me. Some of you, the church has gone through certain phases and certain challenges and difficulties have arisen in the church and you have stood, you have stood. Some of you have some friends that, you know, they are, I know, I know, that, I know a lot of things that go on in the church, okay? I know a lot of things. You have some friends outside that talk to you, you do so many things, but you are still, you are having faith and you are withstanding. I know by the grace of God, one day God will cut you off from all these friends. Oh, yes. You see, because, you see, sometimes you, it's not everything that we can say. Do you understand? It's not everything that we can say. But I know that there are certain friendships that hinders your blessing. And sometimes when I look at some of you, some of the things that you do, some of the sacrifices that you make, and know the wickedness outside, that the enemy is using certain wickedness and hinder your blessing. Because I know that for some of the things that you do, God is ready to bless you. God is ready to bless you. But for some wickedness, some wicked conversations, you know, and you see, I don't blame your friends because they are also ignorant. They are just avail themselves for the enemy to use them and to minister to you. And sometimes, even some of you, sometimes your mind changes and sometimes you are confused. Oh, should we or should we not? But God will bless you. I say God will bless you for withstanding and consistency founding members. Look, anytime anything is beginning, join it. Look, I, I, won't you, won't, won't, you see, won't you have been happy if when Lighthouse was beginning, when it was just five members, you were one of those members. Even when it became 20, wouldn't you have been happy that you'll be one of the first people that bishop would say, oh, these are some of the few people who began to pay tight in my church. Listen, join something when it's starting. Join something when it's starting. Because you see, the things of the kingdom of God, Jesus says they are like mustard seed. Mustard seed. It looks like nothing. But join it when the thing is beginning. Join it when the thing is nothing. When it looks like nothing. Amen. Some of you, I don't, I don't take you for granted at all. Joyce, you've been in a church singing, rehearsing, every service you are here. I don't take you for granted. Do you understand? I won't take you for granted. I don't take you for granted. No matter what, I will not take you for granted. So when you are a part of a foundation, when you are part of a foundation, you are very important. You have such value. The foundation of a building is very important. And so they spend a lot of money in the foundation. 
Sometimes they are going to build a high-rise structure. They spend a long time. You see the people working. Every day you are going, they are working. You are coming, they are working. Day and night, they are working. But you don't see anything. It's a foundation. You don't see anything. You say, ah, you see trucks bringing things. And then you come, there's nothing. You see that they brought a lot of metal, a lot of iron rods and these heavy beams and they brought a lot. So as you are going, you think that by the time you come, you think that something structure. When you come, there's nothing. Everything is in the foundation. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And so there's so much value in the foundation. So much value. And when the foundation is laid, you see that the thing just starts rising. It's just going up and up and up. But a lot of value has gone down in the foundation. So when you are beginning, when you are part of a beginning something, you are very, very valuable. Hallelujah. You are very, very valuable. And you are not someone that we will joke with. Amen. It says foundation builders suffer things that future workers will never experience. Future workers will never experience. We had, some, we had some times in the church that some of you will never experience them. You never experience By the grace of God, now even our children play instruments. And, but there was a time that I think there was one day that we just played with drums. On just, we were worshiping. Do you understand? Yeah. So foundational members, people who form the foundation, they suffer things that future members future workers who come will never experience it. He says they experience the greatest pressure of the ministry. There are pastors who can build large churches, but they cannot begin one. It is not an easy thing to begin a church. It's not an easy thing. He said, do not shy away from starting things. Don't shy away. When you are called and we say, go and start a church here. Don't shy away. Do you understand? Don't shy away. Don't, don't, you go and then you see that it is so small. You, you invite the people, you will struggle and struggle and struggle five people. They are here. And then you are happy. And then the next week you come, there are three. The following week, four. Then, then the next week, five. Then the following week, three. Do you see? And then you call them, they didn't come. I'm talking to all of you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're not careful, you'll be discouraged. You'll be discouraged. Sometimes it's snowing and then the weather is so bad and Tuesday evening, you are driving and you are coming, you are coming to have a service and then you come and then one, two, you say, oh, where are the people? Then you want your children to join so that at least. <laughs> Amen. Dangerous roads. You drive and you come. But don't shy away from small things. Don't shy away from beginning things. Don't shy away. When something is starting, forced to be a part of it. They say they are forming this ministry. Be a part of it. Be a part of it. And God will bless you. You will never be forgotten. When you trust in the small beginnings, you will never be forgotten. You will suffer certain things that will never be forgotten. Hallelujah. He says, it may be your great opportunity to become valuable when you get involved in small things. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so far, what have we learned? How to increase your value. Your value, number one, your value increases when you can be sent Number two, your value increases when you can bring projects to a close. Number three, your value increases when you can accomplish tasks with speed. Number four, your value increases with your ability to solve diverse problems. And number five, your value increases with your ability. Hallelujah. What is number five again? Your value is greater if you are involved in building 
a foundation. Hallelujah. There are some more powerful things that I want to share with you. But um, I will end here. Our time is up. I will end here. This is very important that I have to spend time to share these things with you. So we will end here and we will continue, God willing, when we meet next week. Stand to your feet and let us bring the service to a close. Isn't it a powerful book? It's a very powerful book. Very, very powerful book. Very powerful book. Stand to your feet and let us bring the service to a close. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for this great wisdom. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful wisdom that you have shared with us. We are grateful and thankful that, Lord, we are becoming sendable. We are becoming shepherds who can be sent. We are becoming shepherds who are sendable. Workers who are sendable. Father, help us to become such workers at our workplaces, in the church, in the ministry. May we be sendable in the name of Jesus. Let our increase come by our ability to bring projects to a close. By our ability to conclude on projects. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Yes. Help us, O Lord. We increase our value when we can accomplish tasks with speed. May we be able to increase our value through our effort to accomplish tasks with speed. Oh, yes. We are a people who conclude things. We are a people who start and finish. We are a people who conclude projects in a speedily manner. Yes. Yes. And Lord, oh, we have the ability to solve diverse problems for the spirit of God is in us to solve diverse problems the giftings of God to solve diverse problems to solve difficult challenging complex problems we have the ability to do that because we are filled with your spirit and we have an ability to teach others for the spirit that is in us it calls on our hearts to teach others also we are grateful and thankful in the name of Jesus. We have ability to be involved in the foundation of a building. Lord, may we be involved in small things. May we be involved in the beginning of small things. Yes. Help us, Jesus. Help us. Yes. Help us. Oh. That we will have the ability to increase our value. May our value increase. May we be valuable. Amongst our colleagues, may we be valuable. Compared to our colleagues, may we be valuable. Because we are the children of God. Fill us with your spirit. To do diverse manner of work. To do different kinds of work. Ability to solve complex problems. Let it be. Let your children rise up to solve complex problems. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Myself away, saw you. Can you please sing my life? Is so oh, yes, Lord, use us. Use us. May we be valuable in your house. May we be valuable in your kingdom. Use us, oh Jesus. Use us for the kingdom. Use us in the ministry. Make us valuable. Make us valuable. Fill us with the spirit to solve diverse problems in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. We are not shy from foundations. We are not shy from the beginning. The beginning of small things. It does not scare us. It does not drive us away. But may we be attracted when things are beginning. When things are in this foundation, may we be attracted to them in the name of Jesus.
with all of our mind, with all of our mind. We will serve you, Jesus. We will serve you with everything that we have, with everything that we have. Let we serve you with them. The gift is that you are placing us. The skill that you are placing us. May we use it to serve you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. God, you can Why don't you lift up your hands and say to him that you give him all that you are. You give all yourself. All of you give to the Lord that he will use you. Oh, avail yourself to him. Let him use you. Let him use you. Father, we are thankful and grateful tonight for your word. We are thankful, oh God, that you are increasing our value in the kingdom. Lord, may we be valuable. Make us sendable, oh God. Father, fill us with your spirit that we can solve diverse problems, that we can solve complex problems. Father, give us that gift. May we never shy away from small beginnings. But may we be a part of every foundation that you will lay. We are thankful and grateful that you have called us to be a part of this wonderful ministry. Father, let not anything come to uproot us. May we never be removed from our positions. But may we be planted that we will be remembered, oh God, as people who are a part of a small beginning. We are grateful and thankful. Father, when you take us, when you lift us up, that we become a 1,000 member church. Lord, remember us that we were a part of it when we were at the beginning. Remember us, Lord. And we know, oh God, that your church will go forward. That your church will be elevated. That your church will be exalted. But may we always remember and be a part of it. May we always remain a part of this great ministry. We are thankful, Lord, and grateful in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your word in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, this is a great chance, this is a great opportunity. You may not have this opportunity again, but you are here tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand, lift up your right hand, you say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Maybe you knew Christ before, but you feel very far away. You say, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll say a short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here? Why don't you all join me and say this with me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I am a sinner. I am not worthy to be counted one of your children. But tonight, Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me with your blood. I invite you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my savior. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated.
We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.